our God is awesome. And before we go any further, I just want to have a word of prayer. Let us pray. Father, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, we come to say thank you. We thank you, God, for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for your protection. Thank you, God, for wisdom and knowledge and for keeping us, even in this very uncertain time. But there's one thing we are certain of, and that is that our hope and our faith lies in your Son, Jesus Christ. Now, God, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters, it is a blessing to greet you uh, online, through Facebook Live. Uh, it's just another way that we can come together and communicate. We understand that the crises and the state of our world today is in some of a panic. We understand that we have executive orders that the government has shut down basically everything. Uh, churches have been counted as being closed and shut down. But I'm amazed, and, and, and I have a message, but I want to share this. I'm amazed at how essential businesses could include the liquor store. If I had a church, somebody would say that. Amen. <laughs> the liquor store is essential. And not only that, according uh, uh, to my knowledge, that the uh, marijuana dispensaries are essential. But the house of God should be closed down. Um, uh, I'm from the old school, and, and, and I believe when two or three are gathered in the name of the Lord, there's still power. And, and, and I, I would not close the doors because I never know who might come by God's house. So I just wanted to share that. Uh, I went by the liquor store the other day. Yeah, the pastor went by the liquor store. And they are under advisement not to have more than 10 people in line at a time. Would you believe there was a line for the liquor store? They were standing outside waiting for their time to go in. I believe that God is calling on the church. I wait for the day when there's a line to get in the church. Where there's so many people that we've got to say we we're at capacity. We need to let a few leave so someone can come in. My brothers and sisters, we're at that day right now. Church, it's our time to stand up and be called out and be counted. Be counted as God will have us. We're going to be ambassadors, but let's be ambassadors. My brothers and sisters, uh, join with me very briefly in a passage of scripture that's familiar. Mark, the fourth chapter. I don't have my praise team here today. I have some singers here. I'm a marriage, trustee, steward, daughters, and sons. But uh, if I had my praise team, Brother Josiah, I would ask him to sing, How Great Is Our God. He's not here, so I'm just going to do a little bit of it. Please don't judge me, it's still early in the morning. How great is our God. Say with me, how great. Our God, all will see how great, how great is our God. You're the name above all names, and He's worthy to be praised. And my soul will sing how great. I just had to remind us that our God is great. You don't do me a favor if you 
watching and you're listening, just just somebody type amen. Amen. <laughs> just say amen. 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 Just for a moment, I want to talk about this particular scripture in the Bible, Mark the fourth chapter, starting at verse 35. And in this particular scripture, uh, uh, we find Jesus in a boat with disciples. In this particular scripture, before we even get to the 35th verse, before we get there, there's the parables that lead up to this particular story. says how after working in ministry, Jesus tells the disciples, Let's go to the other side. Now mind you, when he says, let's go to the other side, that's a command. It's not a suggestion. He said, let's go to the other side. And what was on the other side was rest, relaxation, and peace on the other side. But they had to go through the sea to get to the other side. Here in this particular scripture, uh, we find that the disciples were focused on the condition, but they forgot who was who they were carrying in the ship. Brothers and sisters, no matter how dismal our life may seem right now, don't forget that Jesus is riding with you. Uh, here in the scripture, and I'm just going to give you three points. We're good Methodist preacher. We always have three points. I want you to understand that no matter what your life experience is, as long as you have Jesus in your boat, you're safe. Here we are in this particular scripture. If we look at verse 5, the disciples had to learn how to trust the word of God. See, when you trust the word of God, even though you can't trace him, you'll trust him. Even when you don't understand his movements, you'll trust him. And in today's society, with this pandemic that's going on now, with the uh, uh, virus that's spreading like wildfire, you've got to learn how to make up in your mind, I trust God no matter what. Amen. Uh, 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 come hell, how, as a matter of fact, I trust God now more than I did yesterday. Amen. Why? Because I'm leaning and depending on him more than ever before. Now, here it is in the scripture. Jesus says, he, he, he said, let, let us go to the other side. Because he already realized that there were greater blessings on the other side. What I'm trying to tell somebody today is regardless of what you're going through, God's got greater for you on the other side. Amen. So you've got to trust his word. Trust his word. And once again, I love the word, let us. Let us. Let us, like I said before, is a command. It's not a suggestion. Let's go back to Genesis 1 and 3. He says, let us make man. Let us. And whenever there's a let us, it's not a question. It's going to happen. So I'm telling you now, God is giving you a let us spirit. And you've got to hold on to the word of the Lord. Hold on to the promises of God. And watch what God does. Now, here. Here, here, here. In this scripture, when it says... Uh, they became a huge storm in the midst of the sea. Sometimes you will get halfway to where your promise is. Have you ever been stuck between pain and promise? 
Have you ever been stuck between um, uh, uh, losing it and knowing that it's going to happen? That's what I call your meantime situation. So my thing is, what are we doing in the meantime? I don't care how many buildings they shut down. And matter of fact, let me rewind. Let me go back to closing down the church. Some of us are so wound up they're closing down the church. Let me help you understand something. The God I have is not contained in a building. Preach, Pastor. That was good. My salvation, my Holy Ghost is not locked up in these four walls. So they can close the building, but they'll never close the church. See, the church lives in me. I am the church. And think about it. Our praise ought to be greater than any shutdown. They can quarantine the whole city, but they can't stop my praise. <laughs> Here we go. Let, let, let me get, get back because I don't want to wait in patience, especially online, because uh, next week we're going to be in church, and I want y'all to come back to church. <laughs> so the first thing, trust God. Verse 35, learn to trust God. Uh, I, I told some of you during this week, turn your TVs off, turn your radios off, and get into the Word of God. You have to understand that God allows something like this to happen is so that he can get glory. I know you may not believe it, but there shall be glory after this. How do you know? Because I belong to God. I'm part of his family. And and, 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 and I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor seen that embrace. Now, let's, let's go down to the second point. First point is trust God. The second point is uh, is, is not to fear. Uh, can you also say that? Do not fear. Do not, not fear. fear. As a matter of fact, you all because you see, a, a lot of us, we have to realize this is the enemy's job to put us in panic mode. And But I'm declaring today in the name of Jesus, I am not afraid. How do you say that, Pastor? How do you how do you say it? I say it because I know the Christ that lives on the inside of me. And if he brought me this far, he's not about to leave me down. Amen. Do we realize that even in this crisis, this is when the world is looking at the church. The world is looking at our response. The world is looking to see if we still have our praise. Do you still have that song that you said you can't live without? Well, sing it now. Oh, yeah. How can you sing in a strange land? You can, it's easy when you know who you're singing about. Amen. Oh, my God. Oh, Somebody shout hallelujah. 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 Do not fear. Do not fear. Let me help you understand something. The reason why I told y'all to turn your TVs off and to turn your radios off, but the reason why I told them to turn everything off is simply because uh, what goes in your mind will feed your spirit. This thing has been has been uh, uh, created by the enemy to separate the children of God. Uh, you may not believe it. Notice, you can't touch. You can't gather. You you, you, you gotta talk to each other through other means. But 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 but, but do not fear. The, uh, 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 how do I say this? Um um um. Your mind. Your mind. Uh, uh, as long as you allow things to play and to go in your mind, it will affect your spirit. Amen. We have gone through a period of living because two weeks ago we were living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me say it again. Now that last week we were living. That's right. This week we're surviving. Amen. That's the trick of the enemy. Yeah. We have moved from praise to disappointment. Mm-hmm. We, 
is a promise of God. Since we're the promised church, we rely on the promises of God. And the Bible says, I will keep you in perfect peace mm -hmm. if you keep your mind stayed on me. Now, now that's how we're going to make it. We're going to make it through the storm. Our peace is not going to come when this is over. I want peace right now. That's right. So I want peace in the midst of the storm. Because I realize that my brother and my sister, my children are looking at me. And so I want to reflect the glory of God. I want them to see that God not just lives when it's sunshine, but he lives even in the calamities. I want my family and my friends to understand that I just don't praise God when it's good, but I praise God even when it's confusing. Look at what they say. I will not fear. I will not fear. I'm not going to put that in my mind. I will not fear. I will not fear. So, so here they are. The disciples are on the boat. They're on the boat. They're on the boat. And, 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 and they're on the way to the other side. And, and in the middle of the journey, a storm hits. I know you heard this story before. A storm hits in the middle of their journey. Now think about your own life. How many times have you been on a journey? Not physically, but spiritually, what God has told you to do, what God has promised you to do, what God has shown you was your destiny. And in the middle of your journey, here comes a storm. It, it might be a storm on your job. It might be a storm in your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, it, if it ain't your husband or your wife or the kids, it's the dog that won't act up. It's the cat that won't meow. It's the dog that won't bark. Whatever. If you're on your way on a journey, there's going to come a time when there's going to be a storm. And here it is, the disciples on the boat with Jesus. And a storm comes about. How in the world can I be on the boat with Jesus and hear the storm? The disciples begin to panic. They begin to get fearful and to worry. And before we become critical, yes, church, church, promise church, Facebook Live church, before we become critical, Think about how many times you doubted God. Talk about it. Mm -hmm. uh, think about how many times you had to second guess God. So here we are, the disciples, they're on the boat. Jesus is really on the boat. Not only is Jesus on the boat, Jesus is so calm, he falls asleep. He's chilling, sleeping. Oh, and the mattresses and the pillows. You know the pillow that the man be on TV? The man with the pillow, he said, the man with the pillow lay down and go big. Y'all know, y'all know the pillow. Yeah. I just got to be me. Yeah. Jesus is asleep on the boat, and they on the boat panicking. Sounds like us today. Amen. Sounds like New York State. Sounds like Westchester. Sounds like Mount Vernon. Sounds like the world. Panicking. But church, are you panicking? No. Because Jesus is on the boat. That's right. So, so, so here the disciples go. They go down to the lower level. And they wake up Jesus. Jesus, get up. Don't you care that we're perishing? Don't you care that we're in the midst of a storm? You're the one, Jesus, that told us to go to the other side. Notice how they always, we always blame Jesus when things don't go our way. Oh, God, there's a message in that. I'm going to talk about that Wednesday night. But, but stop blaming God and start looking to God. So here it is. They say, Jesus, wake up, wake up. We're about to perish. Don't you care? Now, mind you, these fellas have been with Jesus. They've seen his miracles. And now here they are questioning who he really is. You know what? 
Jesus gets something, makes a stretch, and he says, boys, listen, brothers, Jews, listen. How long have y'all been with me? How long have y'all seen the miracles that my father has allowed me to do in his name? And yet, you're afraid of a stone? And Jesus looks at the wind and he commands it. Peace, be still. In the midst of the storm, not after the storm, in the midst of the storm. That brings me to my third point, that even when we don't understand God, even when we don't trust God like we should, in this particular scripture, we learn that God's goodness lasts. And regardless of how we act, he's still good, not that he's better than good. Our God is still incredible. And he is still in charge. Remember, peace, wrote this down, peace is not the absence of trouble. But peace is knowing that God is right with you in the midst of trouble. And here's a scripture that I know we hear a lot about. We read this a lot at funerals. John 14. But let's move down to verse 27. Where it says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled. Don't let your heart be afraid. My brothers and sisters, these are trying times that we're in. But I want to tell you, there's no better time than right now to try God. I want to offer Christ to somebody. Somebody that's in a state of confusion. Somebody that's wondering, what, what happens? Pastor, where do I go? I, 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 I'm lost. I'm nervous. I'm afraid. God has allowed this to happen for a reason. And I've never seen so many people love each other more. We love each other more. We're concerned about each other. Whatever it is, keep holding on to God. If there's somebody watching today that wants to know what Lord Jesus Christ that I'm talking about, it's simple. All you have to do is repeat the sinners pray with me. Lord Jesus, I recognize that I am a sinner. I recognize that I'm a sinner. You brought your son, Jesus Christ, for my life, for my purpose. Now, God, I believe that Jesus was born of a virgin, mm. that he lived, mm. that he died, mm. but most of all, that he rose again. Mm. And he's a living God today. Yes, Lord, come into my life. Mm. Be my Lord and my Savior. My brothers and sisters, if you pray that prayer, you're saved today. Your life has turned around, okay, turn around today. Even in the midst of a storm, God has great things in store for you. Don't forget it. Don't let go. Keep holding on. I love you with the love of the Lord. We'll be back here on Wednesday night. I'm coming back. We'll be back in church sanctuary. I don't know what the state's going to do, what the city's going to do, but I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be here. The church will be open. You can come in and pray. You can wear a mask and wear your gloves, whatever. And then you can pray at home.
Hey, thank you for tuning in to this episode of His Unlikely Source. I am your host, Kimberly, and you have just listened to a great service by Pastor Dr. Jeffrey R. Wheeler of Mount Calvary, the Palmer's Church in Mount Vernon, New York. And I hope that you all stay encouraged out there, stay safe, and tune in next time. God bless you. So, bye-bye. See you next time.